You're listening to Blind Shell 101, home of the world's greatest accessible cell phone. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay. Thank you for that, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Blind Shell 101. This is Diane, and we have a guest today. It's Frank, are you with us? Diane, yes, this is Frank. I am. All right, call. thank you. Yeah, so we had a lot of questions last week about data, so I reached out to T-Mobile's accessibility team. And uh, Frank immediately responded saying he'd love to come on and talk to you all about data, what it means, when you're using it, when you're not using it. And also, um, Frank can tell you about the accessibility team at T-Mobile. And we had some questions about how to contact them. So Frank can answer that as well. So Frank, do you want to start just by telling us, you know, what is this data stuff and when are we using it? <laughs> Certainly. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate it. So I'm going to sure. try to do my best here. And um, uh, I'm sure there may be some, you know, follow-up questions or additional information we may need to get out to folks. And, and I'll, I'm committed to do that. So if you think of your phone, um, you know, and the different things that you can do with it, you can talk Obviously, that's not taking data. A phone call is a phone call. Texting is a separate thing. Uh, if you're texting, it's not using data at all. Um, but anything else that you're transmitting with your phone, and, I, and by transmitting, I mean sending, receiving, um, <clears throat> is going to be using data. So if you are sending or receiving email, that is a um, uh, that's going to take data. If you are, you know, accessing a website or an application, you know, like your bank application, uh, for instance, that's, that's using data. Um, so, you know, anytime you are, if you, uh, if you text a picture to somebody, that does not take data. But if you email that picture to somebody, it does. Um, so that's, that's sort of the quick, um, uh, you know, kind of Reader's Digest version of it. Um, and I'm sort of happy to answer any questions from there. So one person had asked if, so on the blind show, you can take a picture and then you use your voice to record what the description is of that picture. So does that take data? It should not, unless you send that to somebody. Um, so if you are, um, if that picture is being transmitted, I guess you, you could text that picture and it wouldn't, but if you, if you email that picture or if you're using an application that's accessing the internet in any way and, and you leveraging that picture, then yes, it would. So there's, <clears throat> it is a little confusing because there are a lot of, you know, those instances where, again, if you text it, it isn't, if you email it, it is. Um, but in most cases, if you're not transmitting that uh, photo um, or, or using it, you know, having it sent to somebody using an application, and it's not using data. Okay. And then there was another question. How does data work on a cruise ship? <clears throat> so that is a very complex question. Um, and I have a more detailed answer that I can send to you, Diane. Perhaps you can um, uh, 
you know, get out to people that, that need the information. But it, it is, it's a very complex uh, question. There's a lot of variables involved, including the cruise lines, and each cruise line is a little bit different and somehow include Wi-Fi and, um, uh, and there's settings on your phone that you can um, uh, change and there's um, uh, where you're going, all kind of factors in. And so generally what we increase, so I'll send you all that detailed information after this call. So you have okay. some guidelines for people to, to leverage when they're going on a cruise. But generally, it, it, it's always helpful um, to contact our support department when you are going on a cruise. Um, and then they, because you can then, you know, where am I going? How long am I there? Those kind of things. And they can um, better guide you through the specifics of that of that particular like, a cruise that you're going on versus there's not just one general answer. Okay. Okay. So does anybody have any specific data questions out there for Frank? Cindy? I'm listening. I'm looking. I'm listening. I am. Um, okay. No, not now. Just wait. One never knows. No, not yet. Okay. Hold up. So, wait a minute. Beth, Missouri. Yes. Okay. Okay, Beth, go ahead and unmute. Uh, hi. Uh, I wanted to open uh, things like if you use uh, Outlook or something like if you want it to identify a bill or you want it to read grocery labels. I mean, is that like where it's going to the Internet and finding the info for you and its data? Uh, that does sound like it would be using data anytime you're using, um, you know, an email application or something along those lines, uh, a search, um, you know, anything along those lines is going to use data unless you are, I, I should say the one caveat is if you're connected to a Wi-Fi network, right. um, the phone will default to Wi-Fi uh, before it will actually use the network data. Um, so so anytime you're on Wi-Fi, you're, you're not using the right. actual data of your phone. Okay. So if you were using your phone to read something like read your mail, like read the address on an envelope or something like that, I mean, is it like going through wherever for some some brain somewhere to figure out what all the letters and numbers and everything are so it's using data, or is that something within the software? So, Frank, just to clarify, on the blind shell, there's an app called uh, Google Lookout, which you can use to convert text into speech. So you can hold the camera up to your mail, and it'll read the address of where the mail is from or who it's to. That's good information. I'm not 100% positive that that's just something that's contained in the app itself that's, that, that's housed on your phone or if it is actually using a data connection to connect to, you know, something. But I will look into that and have an answer back to Diane. Okay. okay. I know, like, the food label part of that app will actually, it'll snap a picture of the item, and then it pulls information from the cloud about that item. So it'll tell you, like, the nutrition and calories and all that stuff. So I would assume that would be using data. Right. I would assume so, Yeah. In that case, okay. but I'll try to get a more concrete answer about it. That 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 um, you know, because it seems like sometimes those applications they have sort you know software that you know that's they have a an engine that's actually on the app that's powering that, and sometimes it's using data. But I'll I'll get a concrete answer for you. Okay, thank you. So if you are say um, 
say you download a movie onto your SD card that you're then watching on the blind shell, is that then not using data because it's already been downloaded onto an SD card and you're not streaming it? Correct. Anytime that you have downloaded something to a to a memory card or something like that, it's not using data, even though because uh, it's like all of that file should be contained on that card. Um, you know, if you're downloading the movie and you're connected to Wi-Fi on your phone, it's not using data. If for some reason you were downloading the movie, um, you know, it would be using data if that makes sense. Okay. And then how about if you're on a plane and you connect to the plane's Wi-Fi and you're using your phone to send an email? Is that using your data? That is not. Anytime you're connected to a Wi-Fi connection, it is not using your data. It will always default to use the Wi-Fi connection to carry that data. So whether it's a plane's Wi-Fi or your own Wi-Fi or, you know, some public Wi-Fi at a, you know, at a, at a restaurant or something, it's always going to default to leverage that Wi-Fi for, for transmission of data. So that's a good point. So say you are at, um, you know, you're at a restaurant and you want to send an email or something. It will use, though, your data because it would be very difficult to connect to the restaurant's Wi-Fi. Or would your phone automatically connect to that Wi-Fi? Um, generally, phones remember networks that you've joined before um, or you know, if you're in a location that has Wi-Fi, um, uh, you can you can join that with network, and then generally from that point forward, your phone will recognize that as a network that you've been on before and join it the next time you go there. But in general, you have to you have to sign in the first time, um, mm-hmm. and then after that, it, it should um, uh, recognize that network every time you go back. So you know, but those locations you visit relatively frequently, then I'd encourage you to uh, you know join the network. Um, and if you think that you're going to, if you're at a location where you're not commonly or, you know, at often, uh, but you intend to, you know, do something you think might, might use a fair amount of data, um, you know, just go ahead and join that network. Um, and I'm going to double check, um, the, so good. um, our plan for the blind shell and, and how data is handled. Uh, so that everybody has a better sense of what their limitations are and then what happens once they reach that limit. And I'll, I'll get that information to you as well, Diane. Okay. So if nobody else has any questions about data for Frank, Frank, can oh, you? Oh, they do. Oh, they do? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire away. Fire away. Okay. Scott, go ahead and unmute. You are unmuted. Go ahead, Scott B. Um. Yeah. I have a question. Um. Is that Google... Um. Look out, is that in the app catalog? It is, yes. Oh, it is. Okay, I didn't... Oh, okay. I was more that that was in the catalog. Yep, it's in the catalog, so you can just download it to your phone. Hey, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, Evelyn, go ahead and mute. Okay, here I am. Um, I just want to know, um, what about when you're using the hotspot? Are you using more data there? Um, if you have a T-Mobile hotspot uh, yes. connected to your account, um, there's yes. a couple of different ways. It can have its own data um, plan or it can be part of your phone's data plan. If it's part of your phone's data plan, generally there is um, your phone includes a certain amount of, of data um, above and beyond what your phone plan includes. If that make, I'm hoping that makes sense. So. Let's say your phone plan, and I don't know, I'm going to double check exactly what the, the specifics of the plans that we offer with T-Mobile 
uh, to the blind cell phone, but let's say it had a, you know, a, a 10 gigabyte. I don't know if that's right, but let's just say it did. Your hotspot mm -hmm. generally has an additional amount of data associated with it. If it's on your phone plan, if it's a standalone device, then it will have, um, you know, a, a, a uh, uh, an amount of data that's included as a part of that plan. But really, if, if you're using your hotspot, it is using data, but it's not using your phone's data, if that makes sense. It's not part of your phone's data plan. It's using its own data that's associated with hotspot as well. How would you know that? By the, on the bill or? It's a good question. It is on your bill. Um, and um, what, what you can do is it, it should say on your bill um, uh, what is included with that hotspot, how much data is included on a monthly basis. Um, and if not, um, then when I send all this information to Diane, um, if anybody has, you know, a specific question about their bill, um, if you can get your phone number to Diane, I may be able to get you a little more detail on your bill and what's included. Okay. Okay. Hey, you have checking here with, no, Lucy doesn't have, have anybody yet. Okay. okay. So, Not so. Do you, is there anybody else? You have one either? more. Okay, go ahead. Beth Missouri has her hand up again. Okay. This is the last one. I'm sorry. Uh, this isn't actually a data question, but uh, I have the T-Mobile prepaid plan, you know, for $15 a month. And so when I was over at the T-Mobile store, I was asking them about using the 411 situation and he said, if I did that, my service would be discontinued. And it's like, you know, I know some other phone companies allow blind people to call information, you know, without any problem. And I was just wondering if there'd ever be any way of getting that fixed. This is Frank. There is actually a, and the person that you spoke with may not be aware of this because you know he may that person may not may not come across this very often, but there are. I want to think of it like a switch, a switch that could be flipped for somebody who's on a blind cell phone to get them access to 411 at no cost. Uh, you mean with your phone or at the store? Or? So we would have to have somebody who understands how to how to get that set up on your phone um, uh, reach out to you. So what I will do when I send this information to Diane, um, I can uh, provide that information um, of how to, to get that on your phone. Um, and, or if you want to provide your phone number, um, I can have somebody, uh, reach out to you and, and figure out how we can get that activated on your phone. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. So Frank, I was going to ask if you could tell everybody about what the accessibility team does and how they can contact the T-Mobile accessibility team. Absolutely. So we have a dedicated email address, um, and I'll send that to you um, so you can publish that out to everybody, and that's usually the best way to reach us. But we are a, um, a team with inside of T-Mobile that is uh, tasked with making communications accessible for, for anybody. And uh, we provide a number of services for people who are, uh, uh, people who are deaf, people who are hard of hearing, people with cognitive challenges, uh, people with uh, uh, blind or low vision, and so we are. Um, uh, that's that's our task. That's how we uh, ended up partnering with Blindcell to to uh, uh, provide you know access to that phone on our network. 
and uh, we're we are consistently working to uh, improve those services, add new services, new products and services. Um, I actually met Diane at the um, uh, ACB event in Omaha this year, and that was a, a particularly great experience for me. But you know, uh, we have a website as well, and I'll send that out to Diane so she can publish that as well. Um, and there's, you know, it'll talk about some of the programs and products and services that we have available for folks. And, um, you know, if anybody has ever, uh, you know, has questions or thoughts, you know, ideas for us to look at, you know, please always reach out to us. We'd, we'd be happy to, to, to speak with you. One of the things that I know a lot of our customers run into is they go into a T-Mobile store and they want to get their blind shell activated and the person hands them the phone back and says, I don't know what this is, but I can't activate it. So where do they go from there? Well, they're going to, they want to come to us directly. Um, and, um, and by the way, that is a, um, uh, something that we are aware of. So, um, we have a number of retail locations, um, and, uh, you know, they, they, uh, obviously, are focused on, you know, phones and, and services and things like that. So we are working to uh, put programs in place to make all of our stores aware of all these products and services and all the reps that are aware of it. And uh, when somebody comes in, that they have the ability, they know, okay, somebody's come in, they've got something different, and they know how to contact us. So if they have any questions, we've actually had quite a few people um, that do reach out to us that are having difficulties. And, and I've, I've, I've worked with quite a few of them. Generally what we end up doing is contacting a store near them because that's the most efficient way to, uh, to get somebody up and running and just sort of explain everything. And, and they're, they're, you know, uh, always willing to, to help. They're just not familiar with the phone because uh, we haven't quite yet been able to uh, uh, get everybody educated on all the things that we're doing. Um, but that's, certainly in progress and, and something we're working on a daily basis. But if, if there is ever a, uh, an issue, like I said, uh, have people reach out to us directly and, and we will, uh, we will absolutely uh, make certain that, that any issues are settled for them. Okay. And I know some people were asking for a phone number to reach you. Is that something you have? We do have a phone number, but I think it just recently changed. So let me let me look to see what that number is, and I will uh, I'll get you the most up to date one. There is um, a, an email address which is I'll send out, but it's bvisupport at t-mobile.com. Um, and again, I'll send that out to you, Diane, so you have all of that, and then I'll mm-hmm. get you the phone number that we have. Okay. So uh, does anybody have any questions for Frank regarding? Yeah, sure. the have some. Okay. Okay, Patricia, go ahead and unmute. Uh, my question is, how expensive are your unlimited plans when it comes to data? It's an excellent question. And there's a lot of, um, uh, it's a hard question to answer. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not trying to avoid your question, I promise you. But there's a lot of different things that we offer. There's programs for people who are 55 and over. Um, there are programs for people who are veterans. There are programs for people who have more than one phone on their account. Um, and so it really, it, it varies based on a lot of different factors and it changes, you know, on occasion. Um, so I wouldn't want to give you an exact number until we kind of understood exactly, um, uh, um, you know, your situation. Um, but uh, it's a, I, I apologize for ducking the question, but 
it, there's, there really is a lot that, that it depends on. So, um, and there's I am in the, 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 uh, postpaid. Oh. I'm in the over 55 club. So just, just saying. Hey. So I think 55 plus plan has expanded. I remember it used to only be, you could only have two lines on there, but I, last I heard, I think it expanded that you can have more than two lines on the, if that's um, accurate, Frank. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So best thing to do would be to contact either the accessibility um, program or T-Mobile themselves and ask them what their plans are. Because as Frank is saying, there's promotions all the time. So what he would say to you today may not be the same price next week. So it's best to contact and I, yeah, them. And, yeah. And I'm also not the the plan expert, you know, I kind of know more of the, the accessibility type things. And, and we have folks oh, okay. that, you know, know those plans in detail. And if anybody is, has direct questions, I'm happy to, to put you in touch with somebody who can give you a concrete answer. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Anyone Nancy, else? go ahead. Yep. Come on. All right. Miss Unger, go ahead. It's... Hi, I'm this is Nancy Unger. I was four minutes late to the call, unfortunately. Um, I have a question. I don't know if if um, um, you who can answer this, but if we download a movie to the phone, like a, just audio only, does it mess up? I mean, where does it go? I mean, how do you, does it go in the card automatically or, um, and, and how do you delete them? I just don't understand. I haven't tried it. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid I'll mess up my phone. Thank you. So you would have to download the movie onto, well, you could do it two ways. If you put it onto an SD card, it'll go onto that SD card. And then you put the SD card in your phone. You can connect your phone directly to a computer and download it there. And it would most likely go into the music player is where you would find it. Oh, it would go into the music player? Okay. I, I don't, I would just do it from the, with the, I have an SD card. It would go into yeah. the, it would go into the music player then. And if yeah, you want to so delete you would it, you put, can do that. Yes. You know. Yeah. So you would put the SD card in your phone and then go into applications and then music player and then find it there. I see. And if you want to delete it, you could delete it from the music player because we take up too much room if you kept all kinds of movies in there. Can you delete those, these files? Yeah, you can, but it'll it'll be on your SD card. So you would delete it from your SD card. How do you do that? I don't know. Delete it from the SD card. I don't, you know, you just, I don't know how you would do that, but I can play it one day and figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well, thanks. Like audio vault and movies you can, you can listen to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. Th thank you. So, Frank, th there's a lot of um, websites out there that offer audio described movies, and they're just the audio track with some audio description in there. So, there, there's no video part to it. And all those are free for people who are blind. So, because if you, if, yeah, if you can't see the, the video, then there's no point in, I shouldn't say there's no point in having it, but it, you know, it takes up, I would assume less space and less um, data possibly to just have the audio track versus the video part of a movie. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure how you would delete it from the SD card, but I haven't gotten that far yet anyway. Well, first get one on there and then worry about deleting it. I'll do it later. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Sure. Hey, um, Mary Carla Hayes. Miss Carla, go ahead. Hello. Can you hear me? 
Yes, Hi. yes. I, I again, I was late because of work, and I don't know what I missed. But um, if this question has been answered, I apologize. And I'm so glad that we have somebody from T-Mobile because I have a question that really is T-Mobile. Um, I really don't understand. Okay, I have been grandfathered into a plan that I've had for years because I've been loyal to T-Mobile and not changed. I mean, I've had this plan for over 10 years, even when it was voice stream. So, and so I, I, I was told that as long as I don't change the plan, um, you know, change anything that I can keep this plan. And, you know, it's, it's a very good price, but one thing that's in it is unlimited data. And yet it is my understanding. I might need, I might want to consider getting a a hotspot so that I can have access to things in a hotel. You know what I mean? And, um, and, but I've, but it's my understanding that's a different kind of data. And I am over 60, I'm over 55. Uh, in fact, I'm going to have a birthday next week uh, or on oh, March 3rd. So thank you. And I'll be 64 then. Um, so I don't know if I'm eligible for anything. But I guess my question is, if I were to get uh, how it works to get uh, a hot spot and how much it would cost additionally a month, I know it's probably going to be it's probably going to be $100 to buy a hot spot. But I, if I don't use it a whole lot, I don't know how much data to buy or if the data that I have that's unlimited data would be covered by that hotspot. I don't know if you're understanding my question, but I thought a T-Mobile person would be able to understand this and talk about the different kinds of data. So that's what I was going to Certainly. ask. Yeah, I can try my best. Um, and again, I'm not the, the the data or hotspot expert, but I you know, have a, probably enough information to be dangerous. Um, but <laughs> Um, one question I have for Diane is, Diane, can people, like if I have a laptop, because like on my iPhone, I can use my iPhone as a hotspot. Is that a function mm-hmm. of the blind cell phone it is? Yes. Okay. Well, in that case, you could just connect whatever you're going to use to your blind cell phone, and you may not need a hotspot, um, because I I don't ever, I don't have a hotspot. I just use my phone as, as that hotspot, and since you have unlimited data, you wouldn't have to add anything. And there, there should not. I think the one difference would be that, and, and Diane, correct me if I'm wrong. The 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 blind shell is a 4G phone. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it, it's there's a there there would be a if you had a hotspot, it would be using the 5G, uh, and and you might see some uh, you, uh, you in many cases you would see some faster speeds, but depending on what you're doing specifically. Like if you're just, you know, um, uh, uh, using it for email and 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 those kind of things, you're really not going to notice a difference. Even if you're downloading audio files and things of that nature, you really wouldn't notice that much of a difference. Um, however, I can um, get some additional detail about um, our hotspots and the different plans that are offered, and I can get that to Diane so she can publish to this group if that would be helpful. So just for clarification, Frank, when people talk about hotspot, that could be a whole separate device that they buy, like a hotspot device versus the hotspot that's on somebody's cell phone? That's correct. So there are little, they look, you know, they're, I don't know, they look maybe the size of a business card, but 
you know, um, you know, a quarter of an egg speck or something along those lines. And they serve as a, um, you know, just a data only hotspot. Now, you know, back in, back in the day, people would use those, um, uh, for a number of different reasons. If you were, you know, if you were traveling or something along those lines, but now most devices have a, have a built-in hotspot function. You know, it's kind of like when iPads first came out and people wanted to use their iPad, they would use a hotspot. But now iPads are, you know, connected. You know, there's there's versions of iPads that are that connect directly to the network, and so it's um, it has its function. But if your phone has a has a hotspot and you're not doing something that is extraordinarily data heavy, you may not need a hotspot, especially if you have an unlimited data plan on your phone. It's like what I'd like to do is maybe because some functions of Envision glasses require hotspots, like to look around an environment. And I think some of the reading functions, you know, they're smart glasses. And and if the blind shell has a hotspot, I haven't seen it in the menu. I wouldn't know how to access it. Maybe one of the blind shell people could tell me how to do that because, um, you know, I'd heard conflicting things that, yes, the blind shell has a hotspot. No, the blind shell doesn't have a hotspot. So the, the point is, are you saying to me that if it does, I wouldn't have to purchase any additional data if I have un, if it says I have unlimited data? You know, that's, yeah, I, I would say if if the if the hotspot that's on the phone works for your particular function, um, you know, the with this device or whatever will connect into that hotspot and work fine. Then I think my answer would be you don't need a hotspot. If for some reason it doesn't want to connect, or there's some other reason why it like physically requires a hotspot, then I will get more detailed information on our hot, current hotspot plans and make sure I get those to Diane so she can publish to everybody and, and everybody has those available. Okay, that would be good. That really would. So I guess it's and do hotspots work on data or Wi-Fi? Like a deal? Uh, they are data only. Yeah, you have your phone. You, you have your phone in, so it would work off the cell. It would work off the cellular. Um, the cellular tower, so you'd have to have your phone SIM card and you couldn't just be using the other functions of the phone? No, if you, have a hot, if you have a hotspot on your phone, it's going to work just like your phone where it can access voice and data. If you have a separate hotspot, it is independent of your phone. It operates completely independent of that. And so um, it, it would limit any functions of the phone while you're using, while you're in that hotspot. Oh, okay. Because it's so confusing, and and if you could repeat very um, slowly that email address, I wrote it down for accessibility, and I just hope I've spelled everything right and everything. And if you find the phone number, I'll write that down too. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I can repeat that email address. It's B as in boy, B as in visual, I as in indigo. Support at C dash mobile dot com. M-O-B-I-L-E, M-O-B-I-L-E, T-M-O-B-I-L-E. Correct. Thank you. So let me just show you how it would work on on the blind cell. So you would hit... Wi-Fi state, connected to Wi-Fi state. So you'd hit the notification button. You would go down to Wi-Fi state, Wi-Fi, and then I would hit OK. Disable Wi-Fi. And I would go down. Network list, Wi-Fi hotspot. 
three of four. So right there says Wi-Fi hotspot. I would hit OK. Turn on the Wi-Fi hotspot. One of two. And I would turn on the Wi-Fi hotspot. Please wait. Wi-Fi hotspot enabled. Hotspot active. Wi-Fi network. Blind shell. Password. Six three three. And then it gives, gives a password. One of two. So is that what we're talking about, Frank? I believe so, yes. Yeah. So when it gives that password then, and if somebody wanted to connect their uh, whatever to to the Wi-Fi hotspot, say it's their laptop or something, they would put in that password that it just gave me? That is correct. So if you think about a hotspot, you're kind of, you know, in principle, creating your own little Wi-Fi network, it's, you know, and it kind of operates like a Wi-Fi network. It allows mm-hmm. you to connect a device to it. And just like most networks, it's going to require a password. In this case, it's absolutely secured because you don't want somebody else connecting to your um, your phone and using your data. So that's why you have to have a passcode for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as in Carla's example, she's talking about being at a hotel or something, but she has unlimited data. So she wouldn't even need to bother with a hotspot. That's correct. The only thing I can think that would, you know, that would, that I would qualify there is if for some reason the device that you want to connect to a hotspot, hotspot requires it to actually be a physical hotspot independent of your phone. I'm not aware that that exists, but, you know, I can imagine a scenario where that could maybe happen. And so, you know, I, I would suggest connecting it to your or attempting to connect it to your blind shell phone and see if that works. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, like I said, I'll make sure we get information about those devices and plans too so people have access to that. And what will it do if it doesn't work? Well, let's say it requires additional data or just it'll just say it will not connect or what will happen? I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, I would think it would, it would be fine. And so if it's not working, because I'm, I'm just not familiar with any devices that would think that a phone hotspot isn't adequate, but I'm saying if for some reason it didn't, you know, try it and it should work. And if it doesn't work, um, I'm not sure how it would notify you. Um, you know, that, that would, given that I, I would assume people that, that are designing these devices would make certain that it, that it was a clear um, indication that it doesn't work. It's going to be the device itself that you're trying to connect, not your phone that's going to tell you it's not working, if that makes sense. Thank you so much. So, uh, Carla, I think actually you met Frank um, at the ACB um, in Omaha. I, did. I think. Yep. And okay. he helped me out. He helped me. To, we had a terrible network down there with uh, T-Mobile, and he helped me to get the phone because I had no phone access. And this is with my original line shell. This is before I got the classic two. Yep. Thank you for your help with that too, Frank. I wanted to write your last name too, Frank, because I have it. Certainly, it's Endres. E N D R E S. What's the first letter of it? And V E E, e as an elephant. E as an Edward. E N D R E S. That is correct. Thank you, Cindy. Do we have okay. anyone else? Yes, you have six hands up. Some have. Mm-hmm asked questions previously, but I'm going first to, I am first going to those who have not had an opportunity, and then we'll get down to those of you who are on a second request, okay? So, um, let's see. Carol, go ahead. You are muted. 
Yes, I have a question. I was experimenting with logging into my bank site and it would not let me log in. And I know I have the correct username and password because I could log in on other devices. Now, what, what happens is when I put my username and password in and then I hit OK, it says it's too short. And I know it's not because I, I you know, I hit that repeat button and repeat it what I put in. Do you have any idea, you know, what could be the problem? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what uh, app you were trying to log into. Okay, my I was I went on my bank website. It wasn't an app, and I okay. tried to log in. And when I put my username and password, mm -hmm. it would not let me log in. And I know it's correct because I could log in on my PC and my iPhone. So I know I have the correct information. It's saying it's too short. My password is too short. Yeah, that I don't think is a blind shell issue, though. I think that's something you'd have to contact your bank about and see what's going on with that, because that is, um, I mean, it's not anything with the blind shell acting crazy. It's something to do with the website. Right, because when I log into other websites on the blind shell, I don't have a problem yeah. it, it, with my bank. Okay, so check with your bank and see if they can help you with what's going on with that. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks. Okay, Karen. I had to hit it twice. I wasn't aware of that. But um, I just wanted to say that I do use a hotspot device for all of my internet needs, and it works great with the blind shell. That's the only Wi-Fi I have in my home. Oh, okay. And I also use it, you know, for my smart speaker and my Victor Stream, and it does very well. So that might be an alternative for those looking for Wi-Fi and not maybe wanting to get a full internet service in their home for the blind shell. Okay, great suggestion. Do you have, um, and I, I don't even know if this is an actual real question, but is there um, a data plan connected to your hotspot? I have unlimited and data with it. You have unlimited, okay. okay. There was a time when I only had like five gigabytes and, you know, whatever, but I went to unlimited. There, Diane, I'm also going to send you some information. We actually have we offer home internet now um, via a device, and it's really, really reasonable compared to, um, you know, most sort of internet providers um, uh, using our network, but it's, it's a more uh, um, capable device versus a lot, uh, just a hotspot. Um, and, but I'll send information on that because for some people, it may be a really good solution. It's not available everywhere because it is, um, uh, uh, you know, dependent on our network, but, um, I know some people that are getting, you know, speeds that are much faster than they can get, you know, through a traditional internet provider. And it's very, very reasonable, especially if you're already a T-Mobile customer and there's some different things, promotions and things from time to time. So I'll send information on that so everybody can have that. Might be an interesting option for some folks. Okay. Thank you. Cindy Lou? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Um, questions? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am unmuted. Okay. Scott Edwards. Okay, just for thanks. Yeah, uh, just for clarification, uh, it's my understanding that first of all, in order to use, say, the blind shell, for example, as a Wi-Fi router of some kind, hotspot or whatever, this assume you know using it to to connect 
something with Wi-Fi, such as, I mean, some, some people might have Victor reader streams that connect to Wi-Fi. Others might have Braille displays that connect to mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Others might have, you know, of course, a PC a laptop that, that has only Wi-Fi and not a cellular plan of their own. It just the mm-hmm. devices. In order for that to happen, first of all, the, I guess the, there has to be sufficient data, either unlimited or a large amount. There has to be, and it has to be, it has to be um, uh, provided by the carrier. In other words, the, the carrier has to offer that ability to to first hotspot capability as part of your plan, and also that the um, you have to know the blind. I, well, if it, if you're looking for, uh, if you're scanning for. A, some kind of Wi-Fi network, it's going to show up as blind shell for the blind shell, and then it's going to have its own. It's going to give you a password to use for that. You can't create your own password. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so it's it's going to actually, and the password could be the same every time or different each time you connect. I don't know if it's going to be the same or not. It probably depends on what the carrier. I'm just trying to make. They're all just kind of clarifying all this, all, all this information for people that, that way I understood it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you are correct that if you go into the Wi-Fi on the blind cell and you hit OK on Wi-Fi and you go down like three or four options, it'll say um, hotspot and you would click on right. that and then you would get your password. Exactly, and then if you're looking for the 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 blind shell Wi-Fi hotspot, another device, you're going to look for mm-hmm. blind shell, and then you're going to type in that password that shows up on the blind yes. shell as the yes. password. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. And then, Great and clarification. Of course, as I said that, and as, and as I said, the 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 carrier, whatever carrier you're using, has to provide that hotspot feature. Also, that is correct. T-Mobile, for example, does. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, Diane, you have nine minutes. Okay. Okay. Just to let you know. And um, you have a couple people's questions. Okay, Scott, Bean, go ahead. Um, Yeah, I was hoping, um, you're on a different subject, but I was hoping you could tell me how to download a book on Fire Mobile. Like, I can get into the, you know, like, wish list and hear the titles and, um, but, and then how do you, um, download, say, if you find a specific, how do you download that? So you would just hit OK on the title of the book, and then it will ask you which folder you want to put it in, and you would just use the bars to go down, and it'll say audio, I think it says audio books, and you would hit OK on that. And then it'll automatically download it, and you'll get a little tone to let you know it's downloaded, and then you'll find it in your bookshelf. Oh, okay. So you have to put it. You, you put it in audio, then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That should be the only option that pops up. So just go down into audio books, and then hit OK on that. Okay, and then and then when will you give us that number for how to get hold of you know the accessibility line for Bard Mobile? An accessibility line for Bard. No, no, for T-Mobile. For T-Mobile? Um, I think Frank's going to look up the number because he said it's changed. So he's going to check and see what that phone number is. Yeah, and I'll, I'll make sure that Diane had that and we'll get it out to everybody. 
Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Nancy, go ahead. I have a quick question. Um, I, well, I, you know, I know we have smartphones and, and Google search and everything. Is there any way to have to have directory assistance on free on uh, T-Mobile if we need it? Or and also, I have I, I, we need to have the Netflix app because I have Netflix as part of my uh, fifty and over, and I also have a hotspot for ten dollars more a month. That's like I pay one hundred and three dollars and some change. With two phones and all that, it's a fantastic deal. Um, so yeah, directory assistance and possibly the T-Mobile. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, directory assistance on the phone. That might be Frank's forte. Uh, and then also, um, let's see, Netflix on there. Uh, I don't know if the app could be put on the phone or not. But, uh, Diane, thank you. Okay, so I'll I'll handle the Netflix one first and I will put that request into our development team and see other people have asked about that and I'll let Frank handle directory assistance. Directory assistance, there is a there is a um we do have an accommodation for directory assistance for people with blind and uh who are blind and low vision and I um I know that there is um, a form I'm gonna make sure I get that 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 information out to Diane so I'm sure it's Thank a form you. that somebody has to have their doctor sign off on. Is that how that would work? Um, you know, I don't, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll pull that thing up today and get it over to you at some point so we can figure out. I think it's a relatively easy process, but um, mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of just identifying the number, but, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, okay. get that over to you today. Okay. Okay. Diane, you have Two hands up and maybe you can get them both, but maybe just one. I don't know. Okay. Catherine, go ahead. Hi, Diane. Hi, Frank. Uh, I wanted to say thank you, Frank, for all your help at the convention. I was able to buy my phone from um, AT Guys, and you and Diane helped me set it up, and I was able to use the phone while I was at convention. So thank you very much for all of your help. And, uh, Diane, I asked for this before, but I just wanted to uh, tell you again about the Cero app for audio-described movies and TV shows. I was hoping to get that um, put on the blind shell phone. And um, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, and before you, um, can you spell that? Because I was looking for it, and I think I'm spelling it wrong. It's it's Cero, S-E-R-O, formally, the word formally, I the the letter I dash blink radio okay. and okay. that's in the, the app app store and it's only like six dollars and twenty nine cents a month and I'm okay. still trying to get mine um reinstated on on my phone because I had to change credit cards but um uh it's it's a reasonable uh very reasonable app and then um, if we've suggested some apps along the way, um, can you give us any kind of update about how those apps are progressing to be put on the blind shell, like um, the different airlines, uh, specifically United Airlines? Thank you. Okay. I don't have any information about the airlines, but I do know that we are talking with um the rideshare companies. So that is 
in the works. Um, they're also talking to some of the pharmaceutical companies regarding getting the, um, like the, the apps for the, and it's escaping me, the Libra uh, for diabetes, mm-hmm. the glucose monitoring thing. That's what it is. Um, so there's, there's, um, I can't, re- I'm not supposed to go into real specifics, but they're, they're continuously working all the time on adding new applications. So anytime I get a request, I do forward it over and then they take a peek at that. I know they're looking at something for the, um, uh, what's it called? The, um, telehealth looking for a telehealth app so that people can log on to that with their doctors. So we're continuously looking at things to add. Oh, wonderful. That's, that's terrific. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Hey, Diane, you've got about two minutes and you do have a question if you want to take it. Sure. I don't know since you have to leave, we have to leave early. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Evelyn. Work fast. Okay, Evelyn. Yeah, real quick. Um, I, I have unlimited, and I just wanted to know, I listen to the internet radio a lot. So is that using data? Um, yes. If you're using um, anything that's streaming or anything along those lines, it's using data. Okay. Unless when she's you're not connected, connected to her Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, we don't have Wi-Fi. But, um, and also, I have, uh, uh, what do you call that, um, that phone, that thing you guys were talking about where you can get, oh, the directory? Directory assistance? assistance? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have that on here. I've never used it, but it is on here. Um, just thought I'd say that. So right, it is on every, yes, it is on everybody's phone in the um, contacts, but that doesn't mean it's free unless you get that form filled out by the carrier that you're using. So just be careful with that. And okay, so uh, Cindy's telling me we have to wrap hey, it up. Yeah. Frank, you do, thank and you now so um, much. Okay, hold up. One more thing, Lucy. What? I believe you did. You didn't raise your hand. So I believe you don't have anybody in Clubhouse, right? She didn't have anybody. No, I do not. Okay, okay. okay. I just wanted to acknowledge you. So yep. Thank so you. thank you to Frank and Frank and his team. Go to many, many, many conferences. So if you're at a conference and you see T-Mobile there, stop in and say hi. Appreciate the time, everybody. Happy to join Thanks. anytime. You know, as long as people have questions, just let me know. I'm happy to, happy to be here. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Blind Shell 101. Join us live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern via the ACB Community Platform. To learn more about Blind Shell accessible cell phones, receive product news, updates, and much more please visit blindshellusa.com.